Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DeathStoreProds.com anime and manga podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joining today, we have Birdie. Hi. And coming back after realizing that he couldn't live without us, it's Trey. Oh, don't give me that bullshit. You begged at my doorstep. <laughs> yeah, like I never got dead in Atlanta. You are caught dead everywhere. Fair. We just know, We're sorry, Baby Driver's not that bad a movie. <laughs> Baby Driver's so good. It's really not. It's so good. Are you fucking crazy? Oh my god. Oh my god, I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Next you're going to say Spider-Man Homecoming was a piece of garbage. Oh, no, Spider-Man Homecoming no, was fucking great. Good. Spider-Man Homecoming was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen both Baby Driver and Spider-Man Homecoming twice. Oh, they're so good. But anyway, neither of those are even close to anime. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's. A, I, I was about to bring up uh, Spider-Man is very close to anime. Have you not been watching uh, the uh, Avengers anime that's been airing? Uh, shit. What was it called? It's got a really dumb subtitle. You mean uh, the one where the Avengers are summoned like cards? No, the one where they're fucking it's Sentai. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Wait, what? Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, shit, what is this fucking thing called? Uh, yeah, basically they're like, uh, it, like they have these discs, these little triangle discs, and they throw them on the ground and yell a superhero name, and they become that superhero. Marvel Disc yeah, Wars of the they're Avengers? Some, they're, some, they're summoned like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, Disc Wars the Avengers, yes. That's what I meant. They're summoned like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, uh, that, I mean, kind of. Which is actually, which is actually kind of weird, because the main characters who aren't the superheroes look like fucking Digimon protagonists. I was going to say it's basically yeah. Digimon, but I, and I feel bad. I feel bad for whoever gets... I feel bad for whoever gets possessed by Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool's in it. <laughs> oh, I know, that's what I'm saying. I feel oh, yeah, no, De- but Deadpool's great because he's voiced by Dio. <laughs> that's kind of it's perfect. Amazing. It's kind of perfect. It's amazing. I, w- I, would sh- I need to send you the clip after because it's actually great. I've already seen it. I know what it is. But... I, I, I need to send Dead Man the clip. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, this is really dumb. Oh, God. It's so good. The animation's really cool, but then like there are certain things like Captain America looks like a fucking bird. <laughs> well, yeah, like, he's, fused with, look he, at- he's fused with the genetics of a bald eagle. <laughs> but like <laughs> fucking Captain America uh Disc Wars. I need to show you this shit. Oh fuck, he looks like a fucking bird. Bam. Okay, yeah, there is apparently a Pogs game tied to this fucking show. Yep. Yeah, that's that's, yep. that's what I meant because it's, it's. Oh yeah, he looks like he should be in fucking Gotchamon. Oh, <laughs> uh, but the animation's kind of great. The story's stupid. I just like. I just appreciate that. Like that it. I would say that it exists. I kind of appreciate that it exists. I appreciate that it's getting anime love and it's over the top, really. You know what I mean? With an, with a Captain America like that, how could you not be? Yeah. Anyway, that's not about that shit, I guess. Watch anything else, Dre? Oh, or fuck. reading anything else? 
Oh, anything else? I haven't. I actually haven't been watching this. I've just been watching clips on YouTube, so I wouldn't say even. T- I, I even am tuning in. Uh, so, but if I can get started on what I have been watching, uh, another property that was turned into a movie. <laughs> I thought you were going to stop back. with another. Another, yeah, another Avengers anime. No. Another property. Another a show turned... Deadman initially liked but now hates. Yeah, don't. Another Stop property that another. turned into a movie that wasn't originally a movie. I will say it as many times as I need to. Street Fighter 2, the movie. Another one. No. Um, <laughs> there actually are two Street Fighter movies, so you could yeah, potentially that's, that's, go another yeah, one. But this is Street Fighter 2, the movie. Yeah, and Bison the falls down film. the stairs and impales himself on his umbrella. Again, there's two Street Fighter Two movies, so. But wasn't the wasn't? There's Street Fighter Two the movie, and there's Street Fighter Two Alpha the movie. Oh shit! I've never seen Alpha. You probably should. Welcome to Street Fighter, okay. I guess. Okay, but can we all agree that Street Fighter Two the animated movie is fucking great? I've never seen it, so sure. Okay, cool. It's okay. I'm gonna hold it. When I say fucking great, I'm just saying like in terms of like. You, are like, you saying you are, by the standards of fighting anime movies? Uh, you mean like? <laughs> I want to say by the standards of a fighting game being made into a movie. It's I think it's pretty up it, there with. It's Mortal better Kombat than. 2. Or Mortal Kombat One, not two. <laughs> Fuck, too's bad. It's yeah, so other Mortal Kombat wild. Two, dude. Like that fucking Annihilation. That's the fucking pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter yeah. 2, the movie, is I, awful. Mortal Kombat, it, it when I said Mortal Kombat 2, I meant T.O.O. Mortal Kombat as well. Yes. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, another one. The, the one Paul W.S. Anderson movie people forgive him for. Hey, people like uh, Event Horizon. Yeah. I, well, do they? I do. I don't. Oh, fuck that movie. Okay. I like the Resident <laughs> Evil movies. Okay, okay. So I like... The Resident Evil movies for one reason, and that one reason is they're bad. Oh yeah, totally. They're, they're fucking terrible. Fu- and fun, except for the last one. The last one's just not fun at all. I haven't seen the last one. The last one I you saw bo- was... You bothered to watch six? Uh, not six, okay, dude. Be, well, no, look, look, look. There are six Resident Evil movies. There are more. There are eight. I, I meant the non-CG ones. Yeah, so do we. Okay, what am I missing? There's uh, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, Extinction, Final Chapter. Oh, wait, there are Rev- six. Sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, there's two CG ones. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, I, those I, the- I, I was. No, as soon as Devin said, so are we, I was like, are, are we? Oh, yeah, sorry. I. <laughs> <laughs> for, some, for some reason, I for some reason I was conflating uh, the number of Resident Evil movies with the number of Fast and Furious movies. Okay, but no, uh, the Resident Evil movies I like them for the reason people like Fast and the Furious movies, uh, and it's because it's just dumb action. You're not. I mean, no one's really in it for the story. Well, Fast Five, Six, and Seven, they're in it for the story. No one's really in it for the story. Bitch, they it's killed fucking Han. Garbage. It's fucking garbage. Dead Man, five, six, and seven are in it for the story by saying, "Yeah, our story from the previous four was bullshit. Let's just make fun of it." Yes, exactly. That's Tyrese, me- Tyrese was hungry. Dude, they write around action scenes, and that's all they do. 
And that's amazing. And that's what Resident Evil movies do. So that's what I'm saying. I like them for the same reason people like those. But Luda left this his garage in order to steal money to start a garage. But this is an anime podcast, not a Resident Evil podcast. <laughs> or a Fast and Furious podcast. Yeah. So let's talk about Street Fighter 2, the movie. And the fact that it is... Uh, it is... 90s as 90s can be. If you were and to relate a, it to one of the to either one of the Resident Evil movies or Fast and Furious movies, which would you choose and why? Okay, I would I would relate it to Resident Evil uh uh Afterlife. Okay, the fourth one. Yes. Because Afterlife is one of the most fun. Because was that the one it's, with that Wesker fight? Yes. It, it's the one where it, uh, it starts out, she's in the plane, and it crashes. Like, she get it, it, she like fights Wesker in a plane, and he, like, takes... And he stabs her with the virus to make her human again. Or something. Okay, yeah, and then, and then the fifth one is the one that it ha- has her being blown off the boat in reverse, and then going forward, and then having the Dawn of the Dead remake intro. Yeah. Saying, I bet you're wondering how, what got me to this situation because there's <laughs> no way you watched the last movie. It's like, hi, that's me. Probably wondering how yeah, I got in this hi, situation. It's like, no, we saw four movies before this. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the same scene from before, but different. For some reason, they refilmed it. Uh, anyway, I related to that because it's like the most fun and fan servicey, and like, oh shit, they're doing the cool thing, and like. He said the thing type stuff and it's miles and miles beyond the American animated series of Street Fighter, the animated series. I don't know if you'd ever watched any of that, Dead Man. Nope. The only Street Fighter thing I watched was that uh, origin, like Chudley origin story. Okay. Oh, God, Uh, the live action one. Yeah, with Kristen Crook. Yeah. um, You're missing out. Remember when she Uh, had a career? This she movie did. is really good, and there and what's this is the second time I've ever watched it. And what's great is both times I've watched it, I've been lucky enough to get the perfect version of it. Because there are three versions. There is one version that has a bunch of American music in it, and it's censored. Uh, like it's got a bunch of American music and great. It's a he's great referring film. to the scene where the the rock music is playing over uh, the censored Chun Li shower scene. Uh, they they censor yeah they censor Chun Li. They censor some blood. They censor some like punches to the face uh, for the kids. For the, it's a kids movie at the point. At, yeah, it's you know, family picture at the bottom. Of it. Uh, the uh, second version is no rock music and uncensored Chun Li. It it was the. Uh, it was the theatrical version for it that was like really limited run uh, dubbed. And then the third version is the version that's the hardest to get your hands on. Uh, but they have uploaded to Crunchyroll now. You can watch it on Crunchyroll. And uh, that version has uncensored uh, violence and uncensored Chun Li shower, <laughs> and uh, as well as the rock music, which is the best version. Because that rock music makes Ken's character amazingly hilarious because he's so edgy. And I love it. 
I love it because it's it's fucking uh, them bones, fucking Allison Chains. Every time you get in the car, it starts over, and he gets in the car like five scenes in a row. And, it can, and every time he's every time yeah. you see him in a scene, it's playing them bones from the beginning. Every single time, it just starts the song. It's hilarious. I, it, he'll be like driving in a car with his wife. And then he'll get out and talk for, or he'll get out, drop her off, talk for five seconds, get in his car, and then Dim Bone starts playing. He's driving for another two minutes on screen. And he just looks like so serious with Dim Bones playing in the background. It's, I love it. I think I'm confusing Dim Bones with Man in the Box. No. Uh, no. No, did it like uh, like not the actual words? Like I just I I begin like I begin like humming the melody in my head to Dem Bones, and then it somehow turns into Man in the Box. Yeah. yeah so here's the, here's if I was to pick a '90s fighting anime movie, I'd rather watch it. Would, I would rather watch Fatal Fury because Fatal Fury is great though too. Yeah, you because know, Fatal. That's what I'm. What I was going to say is it's a taste thing because yeah. the Street Fighter movie. Turns into stupid late '90s edge lord type but, anime, but, but with the ridiculous shit of the Lord of Shadow Law and his yeah, uh, dark Shadow bu- instead his, of Shadow Lou. His his Shadow his, his, his dark buster power and his uh, his his evil spy his evil spy it's all organization dumb. inside of the face of a Buddha. It's so good. Okay. Why does it, so every Street Fighter movie changes the name of Shadowloo? Uh, because it's dub stuff, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, in that, um, like in that, what's funny it, is that like they call it Shadowlaw in the fucking Chun Li movie. They call well, it Shadowlaw. Here's what it is: is it thinks that whoever's watching that movie doesn't know anything about Street Fighter. Yeah. That may be true. <laughs> Why would anyone who doesn't know anything about Street Fighter want to watch a movie that's called well, fucking that's Street that's Fighter? The- that's the problem with most Why, would you, fighting okay, anime. If you never played Street most, Fighter or heard of it, would you go watch that movie? Fuck no. I would. Well, no. Here's the thing: if you are no, most fighting anime movies have made the mistake of designing them for people who have never played it yeah. or have no familiarity with it, assuming. But assume you have enough familiarity with it to know who these characters are, because like they're the only one that does an okay origin story is the first Fatal Fury movie. The Street Fighter Two anime assumes yeah. you know everything and just like the only version of Street Fighter Two that allows you to work your way through the story is the Street Fighter Two V TV series, which you can't get anymore because it's bad though. Well, it's bad because it's cheap late. It's cheap late. It's it's cheap mid '90s TV anime, it's whereas this is like a theatrical feature. Badly written too. Oh, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you arguing that the Street Fighter Two movie is well written? <laughs> no, but I'm saying like it's really badly written in the fact that they change everyone's origin. Like they make it so they make it so like fucking. Uh, uh, oh my god! Why am I? Bl- uh, I was about to say why am I blanking on his name, but it's Blanca. <laughs> So I answered my own question. Uh, they make it so fucking Blanca is like a monster kid who like uh, fucking ate a bunch of green fruit and then was kept a slave and then broke to me, out that's, and started that's killing no, people. To me, that's just a different flavor of ridiculous. Blanca was always the most ridiculous part of Street Fighter Two, anyway. The st- yeah. Like, like I mean, it, by the nineties, like doing. Um, 
what's the what's the Russian guy's name? Zangief. Zangief. Uh, Zangief, doing his whole um, Red Army pro wrestler slash specialty assassin for the Kremlin thing <laughs> in the late nineties. You can't really do that anymore without coming off like a like a cringe comedy. So sure you can't. Come on, he's a red cyclone. He fucking he fucking powerball like spinning powder out of bears. Like for the stuff that matters, like Sagat is still a a fighter in prison. Uh, uh, Dalsim is still a yogi in India who breathes fire. Uh, Ken and Ryu are still martial artists who learned from the same master and got their asses beat by a U.S. Air Forces guy with hair that could cut your head off. <laughs> hair that anytime you look at it, you get like little needles in your eye because like it it shoots at you like spiders. Shoots hairs yeah. at you. No, look at no, it, I want to start fucking like building a house of cards on it. It's so perfectly flat. <laughs> but to me, like that set up the villains, that set up the characters, that set up all the weird plot twists from the series, like where, with evil Chun Li and stuff that, like that. That's <laughs> only if you wanted. That's only if you wanted to watch that, though. Like but again, that, I, yeah, I, I, I think like it's not as well animated. <laughs> I agree it's not well but uh, yeah but I don't I don't want to read a fighting anime comic particularly for this because it's going to be fighting anime fighting fighting manga can be good but usually they have to be original properties if they're adapted properties they tend to suck I I can see where you're coming from it's not 100% all the time but yeah yeah but um, as I was saying my only point was that there are different flavors of stupid. I prefer the Fatal Fury flavor to the Street Fighter Two flavor. See, see I've got my, uh, I don't have any problems with either of them. I like the I like the Street Fighter animated series. I do. I'm just saying it, it's. I would prefer to give someone if I was sitting sitting someone down like I want to watch something Street. Well, Fighter, if you wanted to have a better I would, experience, I would push. The, I would give them. Here's the movie. You will have fun with this movie. Yeah, you'll have fun with this movie, but like it's. Here's the difference. If you wanted a, if you wanted an understanding of why people would want to play Street Fighter, then yeah, watch the movie. If you want an understanding of what's going on in Street Fighter, watch the TV show because oh, yeah. the movie does not do that for yeah, you. Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm saying here. It's like I love this as a movie. I don't love this as a supplemental thing to the game. Okay. Um, that's, this, that's this, my main... this, this has gone off on too long a tangent. Yeah, and that's why I was trying to get back to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did not think you could have that a... long a discussion about a fucking Street Fighter anime. Uh, you should watch it. It's uh, the ending's great. It's 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 hype, is what it is. Like I it, like, there's so much hype in this, especially if you're a fan of uh, Street Fighter, uh, or just recognize characters. It's gloriously dated. Uh, I think it holds up beautifully no it's fun but it's there's a difference between not holding up and not being dated you can't say it's not dated when they play alice in chains over a guy getting into a car okay yeah. i would do that i would do that in a movie right now <laughs> like, like people would say oh my god you're a 90s kid and i would fucking love it i don't care uh I, you can't say fatal fury is not dated i never said it wasn't i, I know i'm just saying i i the fatal fury movie is great it's just I mean, I told Deadman about the I told Deadman about the song that ended the Fatal Fury, the motion picture. Whoa, 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 angel, come greet yeah. the dawn. It's a brand new day. 
Oh, uh, and the fucking rock music. What was? I don't even remember the music that was playing over Chun Li Shower's fight, where she gets like, uh, where um, Vega tries to assassinate her. Yeah, I think it's Sum Forty One, actually. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> look, I, I need to. I'll look it up. You talk more. Okay. So anyway, I was watching this movie, and what was running through my mind the whole time really was like, uh, like. I had missed out on this when I was a kid. I didn't touch Street Fighter till I was maybe like 14 or 15. Oh, sorry, something. I didn't touch up Street Fighter until I was like 14 or 15, uh, and I didn't get to watch the animated series till around that time. Uh-huh. And uh, first time I had watched the movie was last year. I watched it again this year. Um, and it's like it's it. I think I want to go back and start watching. Uh, this makes me really want to go back and start watching a lot of older like anime or, or that I, you know, missed as opposed to this season because this season's been growing really slow. And I said that to you, yeah, earlier today. Um, Omar, uh, oh, dead man. Yes. Uh, this is not going to mean anything to to Trey probably, but the song playing over the uh, um, the street fi- the Chun Li fight scene in Street Fighter Two. It's uh, been at the stage's opening theme. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. forgot about that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Good. Anyway. It's it's like KMFDM. Um. So, uh, anyway, it makes me want to go back and watch more stuff and read more stuff. And uh, I've been, you know, leading into that. Uh, I decided, hey, I should uh, read some more. Uh, Urasawa stuff. Yeah, you fucking should. So, yeah. Do, 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 do you really need a between Dead Man and just well, no, it the just, quality? It just, remi- it just reminded me because I had to. I had to set down, or I had to sit down and be like, you have to. You have to commit yourself, saying, "Okay, this is my next. This is my next Urasawa series. I must finish it." Well, no, I had to sit down and take a break from. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Monster. I was like. That can't. Like, I don't know how fast you read it the third time you read it, Dead Man, but it can be emotionally exhausting the first time. Oh no, uh, Urasawa stuff is um, Urasawa stuff is a bit heavy. Like I was, I sat it down. And I was like, oh my god, because I because I binged it, you know. Yeah. For like two days, I was like binging, and I was like, this there is, is a lot kidding. of information that it's fucking comes fucking at you. Roller, co- it is a roller coaster, and I was just like, I don't know if i can read this i mean i have to take a, a good while need to take, take a sabbatical yeah so that's the word yeah uh, the urasawa so, sabbatical so i went from that and instead of picking it right back up i went into 20th century boys today <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, because also because uh my friend's been uh sending me a bunch of stuff about pluto he's making he's been working on a video for about a month for it uh, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. And Pluto's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Uh, to see what he talks about because he's getting into things like fucking frame, like, uh, like panel layouts and stuff. And now I'm starting to notice it as I'm reading 20th Century Boys, like the way the things he does with the panel layouts and like a two-page spread. They'll the panel layouts will mirror each other. Ah. 
Like you'll open it up and it's exact mirrors and not just in where the panels are placed, but where people are facing in the panels are exact mirrors. Like he's a fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And for anyone who hasn't read it, Pluto is essentially the Batman Elmer Fudd crossover comic of Astro Boy anime. <laughs> Um, it's the edgy, it, it's, this ain't your, this ain't your father's Astro Boy. Yeah, this ain't no fucking butt rockets. Yeah. Or this ain't your great grandfather's Astro Boy. It, it, um, at this point, your grandfather's Astro Boy, would that be what, the Freddie Highmore one? <laughs> I was, yeah. Um, remember so, like last anyway, year they announced they were, somebody was working on a new Astro Boy series and then nothing happened. Uh, it's still in development. It's still planning to come out. I have not heard dick about that series since that concept trailer came out. Yeah. Well, what annoyed me was when they well, said, hey, new a Pluto anime is happening in three years. Oh, you yep. bitch. Uh, that, just, that just means, hey, we got the licenses, and we want you to be excited for it. So go read Pluto so when you watch the anime, well, I mean, you should read not going to be excited. Yeah, yeah it's like Pluto fucking reading. periods. I just find I find the culture in Japan weird because there's a lot of people who are like I'm gonna read it or watch it, but over there it's like I'm gonna read it and then watch it. Oh, uh, and I, I, can, I can understand I'm, that I'm to that an extent. Way. I, I am that way with certain things. There's some things where I'm just like I'm. It, I am not going to watch Monster. That is fair. That is entirely fair. Reading it. I, is I would only me. say I would only say watch clips of it just for the scenes between. Um, Johan and the oh. main doctor. Yeah, I want I, I to watch yeah. clips of it. Uh, my favorite clip is I'm a Japanese man. Uh, top meme. Top 100 meme. Uh, top 10 anime trails. You fucking meme shitbag. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Well, like the first time days. you the first time you see Johan as an adult speak. Yeah. You know the scene I'm talking about from the manga. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it sounds like, no, like, I get terrifying chills when you just mention the scenes. Yeah. And that's why I had to set it down, because I'm just like, I'm getting so much stress from Johan, and he's not real. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Monster fucking sure? Monster gets you. He's not, yeah, he's not real. And I am scared of Johan. <laughs> I am like. How far in are you again? I don't even remember. I've got the chapter saved um, somewhere. Okay. But I couldn't tell you. Uh, anyway, 20th Century Boys. Yeah. So that's getting weird places. Dude, you have no fucking idea. I'm, I'm, I'm about a third into volume two. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. That's, uh, they just said, uh, that one character, like, they're like, oh, this person is the person who, uh, is it too, it, it's fine to talk 20th Century Boys spoilers? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. If you okay. haven't read 20th Century Boys, go read 20th Century Boys. If you haven't yet, then we're really spoiling it. If the, the series is fucking like, what, 30 years old or something? Yeah, that's why I was like, Yeah. <laughs> So, um, how do I say this? Okay. So, so 
how do you pronounce his name? Acho Ocho? Uh, is it Acho? Double checking, because it has been O-T-C-H-O. a bit of a time since I've read 20th Century Boys. Okay, whatever. They were like, hey, you don't... They're just like, oh, Acho's the one who wrote, who made that symbol. And then she goes, hey, have you found yeah, anything yeah, that'd be Acho. about Acho? Have you found anything else about him? And she's like, he went missing. Some about selling his business and just disappearing. Yeah, he just whatever. fucking lost. Just went like and India or something. Uh, which that's about where I'm at because they like dug up the they dug up the fucking time capsule and shit with the flag. That one bald guy killed the dude, the other the priest dude or whatever, the religious, uh, I don't, yeah, it was some religious cult leader. Yeah, yeah, it was leader of the cult, it was a friend weeding out competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, then the drunk narc talking about a dog that goes up to her crotch and randomly licks it. Because, you know, cops. Yeah. Um... So it's uh, okay. At the very beginning, I, 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 there was one time jump and I was like, okay, so it's going to be doing that kind of thing. And I turned the pages the next time jump and I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so it's like that. And then I turn the page and there's another time jump and I'm like, Oh God, no. How many things do I have to keep in my head? I have to reorganize this fucking timeline. Oh, there are a lot. <laughs> And yeah, and I'm just like, okay, theories right now is psychics and time travel. That's the only things right now that I'm thinking about. I will say nothing. The hints they've dropped because of the hints they've dropped, and because of and but, Ursula likes to make you think you're one step ahead of him, and he's already finished the manga in his own mind. Yeah. He's like, I'm not one, I'm not two steps ahead of you. I'm not three. I've already finished. But I'm going to make you think you're smart. Just for the time being. And then by the end of the volume, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Yep. And I'm just like... And we fucking love it. But Arisawa, you kicked me in the nuts five times this week. And he's like, but I got to do it. And you keep reading. And I'm like, oh, but you already kicked me there. No, no. We know him. After this time, and he's like, no, this is going to be the hardest one. No, no, with him. And, no, uh, with, I'm doing it from behind. Too. Yeah, with, with him, it'll be, it'll be like, like, or sorry, give me the boss fight house party. Like, oh, don't worry, this will be the last time. As he just, you see him just winding up. No, no, it's not. This will be the last time. It's don't worry, you got forty-seven more. <laughs> and and I'm from different positions every time. You you just see him like setting up one of those weird like rotating because, wheels of feet. Because because he doesn't make it seem like it's the end. He's always like, oh, we've still got a long way to go. And I'm like, no, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to start Pluto. You will. Pluto is the shorter one of this of the of the Urasawa. No, I don't of- know if I'm going to start it to be able to start it because I can only have so many emotions dead man I can't stretch them all too thin <laughs> okay we'll finish either monster or 20th century boys then when you're done with that again they get into Pluto uh, or am I gonna have emotions by the end of monster yes you will 
but are you sure? I am sure. I've oh, finished yeah? Monster like five. Enough? I finished Monster five times, Dude, and I'm still able to dead. feel things. But you're dead. Then you know what you need to do. Oh no! Got to become a Canadian. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man! Coming up here, the cold. Yeah, the cold helps I, you regulate your emotions, gonna, don't you know? Am I gonna have enough emotions to read Twin Signal? Oh my God! I just opened this. <laughs> this copy of Twin Signal. It looks. Oh my God! It looks like a Dewang sub. <laughs> it looks like a Dewang translation. <laughs> this is bad. This is like. Okay, you know when they make like speech bubbles have like three bumps on them because it's like a really long paragraph that they're like breaking up? Yeah. This is like one sentence in a giant speech bubble. Jesus. And it's bo- and it's bold like sans serif font. <laughs> and sometimes it's not bold. Sometimes it's just comic sans. Sometimes it's five times the size. This is fucking weird. This is unreal. Anyway, <laughs> don't buy that manga. <laughs> don't buy the box from rightstuffanime.com, the random anime box. It's bullshit. It's not random at all. This DVD <laughs> is broken that I got. <laughs> oh my god. With featurette Danger Zone. My Lana. God. Lana. Apparently X Driver is on the highway to the Danger Zone. Word. Uh, if I open this, are there going to be ants? Jenny on. This is weird. This is a fucking. I'm gonna fucking burn that. All Be right. sure to film it and shit post it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send it down the river. Send it to Jeff. Yep. Oh, oh man. He's still getting that package, and I'm I'm adding things <laughs> to it every day. I have a I have a Funko Pop collection. I'm sending to him to send to Wooly. <laughs> to to give to next time he go next time he sees Wooly, he's gonna hide it in Wooly's luggage. So you're sending a package to Vancouver in order to give to in order to, in order to have him give the package to a guy who lives in Montreal because he sees those guys multiple times in person. Uh huh. So he can hide them. He can hide them for him to discover. It just like just like leaves a note in there from that asshole with the Fatal Fury hat. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> From the asshole who caught your balls uh, exposed on stream, so you had to DM him on Twitter. <laughs> what the fuck? I showed you the DMs. Anyway. What is this weird anime. relationship you have with Canadian YouTubers? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, anyway, back to anime. 20th Century's Boy, 20th Century Boys is going to be taking on uh, most of my time. Uh, this week, maybe next week. How long is it? Is it longer or shorter than Monster? Uh, I'm not sure. You've read Monster five times. How many times have you read this? Uh, like three or four. You don't know which one's faster. Yeah. All right. I guess so. I'm ha- I am halfway through Monster. I might be able to finish it. All right. So 20th Century Boys, if you include 21st Century Boys, is 24 volumes. And then Monster is 18 volumes. So I'll finish Monster. All right. Uh, that means I'll be finishing Monster this week. Okay. Uh, I'll keep you updated on the podcast next week. 
Nice. Uh, and then I'll start 20th, I'll continue 20th Century Boys more. Damn right, you will. So, on to the last thing. Uh, so, I got Stein's Gate Blu ray set. Nice. Blu ray DVD combo pack. Uh, yeah, as I a, kick your ass about that as long as I had to kick Dead Man's ass. Uh, about watching it or about buying the combo? The watching it. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Dude. Stein's Gate's pretty good. I watched it. Yeah, after how long? I don't know. Like, when was it released? 12 months. It was released in 2011, and we were telling you about it until at least 2016. Yeah, so like five years. I watched it eventually. So this Blu-ray set... Uh, it's the gift, uh, but like all gifts, you know, you got to break it in a little bit. Yeah. So I, uh, I, it, it, it was like $10 on Amazon. <laughs> Jesus. On, yeah. On sale. It's great. Uh, with Amazon prime. So they got really good deals on anime on there. If anyone wants to check those out. Turns uh, out as long, as long as you have prime, they've got some really good deals for a fucking, it's not even just a Blu-ray thing. It's fucking eight discs like it's crazy ah and if only we if only we recorded and posted this earlier because yesterday was prime day yeah yep uh but i will say one thing about steins gate the blu-ray does not accentuate certain qualities of the animation how so it does not or it does not help rather it does not yeah it doesn't help certain things um see when you're watching something that's not so crisp on like a stream or whatever like a Crunchyroll stream that's got like a lower bit rate and everything and yeah. it's also like the tv version of the anime you can forgive things like in the back of my head i'm just like forgiving it like i'm if i see something weird i'm usually not seeing weird things or i, I like it doesn't it doesn't strike me. You know what I'm saying? Like weird animations on like arms or whatever. Like, Oh, that person was missing a button on their shirt. That kind of stupid shit doesn't. Yeah. Like, like little animation okay. errors that pop up in every okay. anime. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stuff in here that I thought was just a random error. So it didn't hit me. And the TV stuff that just looks a little weird. And I don't know if I can chalk it up to style or not. Like, Care to give us some examples? Okay. Some examples are just like body proportions on some things where like every once in a while uh fucking uh uh, uh damn it, I don't even remember what to call a doctor. I don't remember which name to call him. Halloween Kyoma. Halloween Kyoma. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I couldn't tell whether I was supposed to call him Okarin or Kyoma. Kyoma. Okabe Rintaro is his actual name, but yeah. almost the only person who calls him that is the girl who's his hostage. Yeah, that's what of yeah. That's what I was like. Couldn't remember what to call him. Uh anyway. Kyoma. Every once in a while he'll just have like really, really, really big hands and tiny arms <laughs> and it's not even in like one of those fisheye lens like things that the effects they do and like he's it's, just like walking it's across a proportion it's a proportional screw up yeah and uh, yeah what i said before yeah i mean hands are it's, hard there's just fucking weird things like 
sometimes their hair will just not have texture. And sometimes their face will be two dots in a mouth. Not when they're far away on screen, just when they're not in focus. Hey, like, man, when your faces are hard. It's just, it's weird things where I can't, again, I can't tell if it's style or not. But uh, I've also uh, confirmed that I do not like the dub of Steins Gate. Okay, I, I probably could have told does, you that. Yeah, I don't like the dub of Steins Gate because it ruins, like, well, the 50% pro- the, of the comedic relief. Well, that's the, the problem is a lot of the humor in the original Steins Gate is tied to English jokes. Yeah. And those to, don't translate. Tied to, in, tied to English jokes and tied to, uh, like, English jokes and things that are, like, culture-based. So in the dub, they're like, let's change this thing that he's talking about. Like, the him joking about, like, the 2D girls and stuff like that. Well, it's, yeah, but that's it, that's I, I can I can see your problems with it, but I think that's kind of work. it's kind of unavoidable to me because particularly certain Japanese puns, if you try to translate them literally, you'd just be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, I'm just and I mean, but like and I'm and there are certain lines that I didn't think they'd be able to translate at all that I thought were hilarious, like in the first episode when they introduced to the shrine person and yeah. they have uh, Kyo and Kyoma going. Beautiful soft hair, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fair white skin, dude. Dude. <laughs> but he's a dude. Yeah, and that was the joke in both versions. I didn't think they'd be able to translate that well in either versions. So. If it was made in the nineties, yeah. they'd be having the fucking like opening guitar lick over from fucking dude looks like a, dude looks like a lady in the dub of that. Yeah. Just weird little like so, guitar stings as it just like kind of pans feeling- over the person. Stop stealing AMV hell uh, clips. <laughs> That's already a thing, dead man. Uh, so I'm going to pack this up uh, as a no, no. Like I'm because again, I was just like checking it out to see what the Blu-ray looks like, but it it is still a birthday gift. Uh, so I'm going to pack this up in a box along with a. Uh, copy of x driver and a dvd and, case full of ants yeah yeah with a co- <laughs> happy birthday fuck ass a copy of x driver and twin signal and uh a soundtrack i guess and then one of those little plushies from overwatch if you want i can throw my copy of mad bull 34 in there for you <laughs> uh and i guess maybe a copy of parasite that i've got laying around over here <laughs> parasite volume one that's got terrible art. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Have we talked about Parasite on here? Uh, we've talked yeah, about we, we talked about it a bunch. We talked about when the anime was out. Okay. And Did like, we whereas whereas Ushio and Tora took a ridiculously dated manga and pulled it the shit off. Yeah, Parasite yeah. kind of works in spite of its source material. Yeah. yeah, in spite of it, it's so weird because I look at this and I'm like, in every time I open it, I'm just how to draw manga war flashbacks go through my mind. Yeah, it's really unfortunate they didn't find a way to work his hand turning into a giant dick into the into the anime. Yeah, it's really unfortunate they didn't learn how to draw hands before they made a like a manga where one of the main characters a is a hand. Shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it almost looks like the the shots where they have the hand as the main focus are drawn by a different person. <laughs> 
But like, man, people have really big foreheads and really tiny eyes and mouths. Except for that one guy that's got a really big mouth that eats the face. The Japanese pe- the Japanese people have gone through a lot of evolution over the last few years. <laughs> uh, I don't actually remember when this was written. Uh, like uh, mid nineties, like yeah, mid nineties. It's dated like a fucking nineteen seventies manga. What the fuck? No, it's not. It's not night. It's not mid seventies. Dead man's red mid seventies. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, it, ta- it I'm is, talking about it is eighty eight to ninety five. Okay. Yeah, that sounds I... about right. That's the that's the edge lord ultra violence period of anime yeah. and manga. So I'm just talking about. I'm flipping through every page here. And all the faces, male and female, are the exact same face yep. with different hair. That sounds about right. Yeah. And that's the most... Okay, they don't have pointy chin. Uh, one of them has a pointy chin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I specifically over to the page with a guy with a pointy fucking chin. <laughs> Be careful about opening to a page that contradicts what you're saying as you're saying it. That'll happen a lot. Prompt <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot uh, for me. But I was going to say they don't have pointy chins, so I they guess don't have it's not chins, 70s, though, but no, they don't have pointy chins, so it's not really 70s. But then I saw the guy that looked very 70s, and I was like, man. Yep, and I like fu- I said, oh. 88 to 95. Yeah, it, it does. It, you're right. It's a, an anime that works in spite of its source material. And this got a North American release from three separate North American anime, manga publishers. What the fuck? Yep. First Tokyo so, first Tokyo Pop, uh, then Del Rey, and then Kodansha, Kodansha Comics. Comics. Uh, this is the Kodansha Comics version. Hmm. That I've got. Uh, yep. Include special extras after the story. Couldn't you just include more story? Nay. All right, so I'm yeah, done. Given how the Parasite it. story ended, you don't want them to add more story at that point. No, I'm saying <laughs> add more story to Volume 1. Oh, right. But anyway. There are I'm five extra panels stuff. of the penis. <laughs> I'm done with my stuff. All right, then. Birdie, what you got? All right. Uh, mostly new stuff. So uh, let's get the one I have absolutely nothing, almost only one thing to say out of the way first. I managed to survive a single episode of Idiot Girl. <laughs> With a name like that, how couldn't it be good? Yeah. It's not funny. And that's all it was trying for. It's about a girl who is the kind of dumb that hurts people around her. Like, not physically, but like mentally. So she just says stuff like, and then people, one of their eyes just kind of like being slowly listing off to the side. Yeah. Like, uh, <sighs> her, her mother is, her mother is, uh, trying to convince her childhood friends, the girl's childhood friends, like next door neighbor to date her just so she's afraid she won't just run off and hurt herself. <laughs> or her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to which the guy's response is, um, yeah, I don't date literal monkeys. Oh. And, and her mother's response was, well, can't you do something to humanize her a little bit? It's like, well, I'll try, but if it doesn't work, then we need her to commit a misdemeanor offense so she can just be thrown in jail. It's funny that you say monkeys, because the first volume has her being tricked into one of those weird like <clears throat> basket traps using a bunch of bananas. Yeah, well, that's the that's her, 
her two th- her three things as a character seem to be she's dumb, she's obsessed with bananas, and she's sexually inappropriate to the point that it makes everyone else uncomfortable. Are we sure she's not actually a monkey? No. Uh, I I hate to interrupt. Yes. But I just want to let you know what the extra content at the back of this volume is. Oh, I'd love to know. It's a crossover between Fairy Tale and Parasite called Lucy and Migi. Wait, what? Lucy's hand. It's a crossover manga between Fairy Tale and Parasite called Lucy and Migi. Where Lucy's hand gets eaten and infected with a parasite. What the and it's fuck? an issue of a manga. It's weird. That is not. Who the fuck was like, hey, you know what? You know, it would be a fucking great idea. I'm doing what I assume is I'm doing what I assume is the, you know, North American equivalent of whatever accent the guy in Japan has who came up with this idea. Sorry, I just felt that was important to let everyone know. Sorry to interrupt, Bertie. Breaking news. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, this I I can't watch this anymore. It's the first episode was twelve minutes, and it was split into like four or five, like four three minute sections. What was this called again? Uh, the Japanese title was Aho Girl, but that literally just means idiot girl. Uh, However, if you search for idiot girl, nothing will come up except memes. <laughs> I'm sure very very offensive memes. To the people that are subject to, uh, like, the subjects of them. It depends. Sometimes idiots are idiots. Yeah. No, but I'm saying offensive to, like, the people because it's just an unsuspecting picture of someone. They're like, oh, "Oh, you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, it depends. Like, if I caught a picture of someone using an electric vacuum to pull gas out of a man's... uh, (laughs) No, but just, like, someone making a... Like, if you say, like, unfortunate picture, and yeah, they make you sound like you're dumb, that's one thing. But it's, like, it's pictures of, like, people actually doing stupid things, then, no, you have that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Darwin Awards. Yeah, somebody with, like, a lit fire pointed at a fucking crocodile. Lower the man strikes again. Or like teasing at the fucking uh, alligator with like bacon. (laughs) Like like throwing like strips of bacon at it. I've seen a video of that. I bet you have. What have you seen, Birdie? In terms of people being stupid, I have stories I could tell. In terms of anime, we'll save that for a different podcast. Yeah, in terms of anime being stupid. The Anything cast will have to come back someday. I thought that was you and uh, that guy from Jersey or Delaware. James, yeah. Uh, I Jersey-aware. The idea with that show was to have multiple people like kind of rotate in and out just from the regular staff so that more people from the staff who aren't on the same podcast can interact with each other. And it just turned into me and James. Okay. Well, all right. So in terms of something that's I enjoyed, but it's kind of an odd premise, um, Restaurant for Another World. Okay. So um, for some strange reason, a wizard, I assume, 
or some demon. I assume. Well, the the that's, I'll, I'll get into that once I explain the premise. Created a, t- a space time warp that allows a door to form one day a week to a Japanese restaurant in our world. Okay. And this is a regular occurrence, but because it's the door where the doors appear is somewhat random. It's a very specific clientele of regulars that come in and they all know each other. They call each other by their one dish they always order because these people apparently have no sense of desire to try something else whenever they come to this place. They're like me. So they're like, oh, no. I... <laughs> yeah, so you would go to a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, I just want poutine. Pretty much. <laughs> and then I'd say, I want poutine without the squid ink. Because Japan, they, how, they how do, do something do weird like do that. that? All right, just, you know when you're making poutine, you know, you put in the gravy, you put in the cheese curds, you put in the fucking fries. Just don't put in the squid ink when you're making it. Holy fuck. I know, right? It's a fucking revolution. But, hey, I'm Canadian. Trust me on this. Fuck. Yeah. So, um... I know a thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to poutine, my friend. To pudding? Poutine. Pudding. I know a thing or two about pudding, too. Are you being infected by the Aho girl, Trey? (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you know a secret, secret, Birdie. He's been infected since the day he joined the Games Podcast. (laughs) You thought it it was Trey, but in fact it was I, the Aho girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's I, Dio Aho. (laughs) It's I, Dio Aho girl. (laughs) Instead of yeah. having, he, he still possessed Joe Star's, Jonathan Joe Star's body, but he put his head in his ass. <laughs> yeah. So there, have, in the first two 25 minute episode, there have already been four separate stories. And so it's, it's clearly not, as far as I can tell, it's clearly not going to be plot based. It's going to be little stories about specific characters. Uh, the first one, um, a demon dragon has built her nest around one of the doors so that every week she can go just eat a, both eat um, a few bowls of uh, beef stew and then order like a giant vat to just take back with her every week until the next week when she gets a refill. Like she has like shit. He has like three or four pots and she just brings the empty pot back and takes another one once she's done. It's you say it's not plot based. So like it doesn't, the plots don't, like eventually, con- or like the events like, eventually connect somehow. Like based on the, based like the description, it seems of, like an anthology series with like this restaurant as like the main hub. Yeah, they connect in that you see some characters from the different stories talking with each other at certain points throughout the series more as it goes along because the first few are mostly introduction introductory stuff. So, so it's it's like Konosuba where like no plot's actually really moving along. But you're no, it's like Konosuba's whole idea is that it kept trying to have a plot, but stupid shit kept happening. Yeah, well, like, yeah, the main character tried to have a plot. Yeah, that's a yeah. Like, there's there's not not even really an intent because, like, as as part of um my react, like this dead man reacted to my reaction where I said I assume this is what happened because they don't explain how this happened or why the chef is just nonplussed. By all of this, yeah, it just like, is like, yeah, like a, 
like a, a medieval knight um, gets lost in the desert trying to, well, not the, he gets lost in the woods trying to get a, uh, away from moth people. And he, he runs out of food because he's been running for three days. And then he just sees this door to a Japanese restaurant on a rustic wooden hut. And he goes in and says, I demand food. And he's like, oh, okay, sit here. I'll give you a second. Uh, oh, okay. He's just probably used to rent. We get we get many colorful customers around here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just a dude, a dude in armor yelling about food is probably the least interesting thing that happened to him that day. Yeah, yeah. It's like I have talking squid come in here at three o'clock saying it was going to yeah, take well, over I mean, the world. Well, I mean, the first scene of the of the series is a li- is is a lion man, a lizard man, a samurai, and a wizard fighting. Wait, over wait, 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 goes- wait. This isn't going to turn into an anti-Semitic joke, is it? Yeah, it seemed like it was going that way. Just like, it's like yeah, no. I remember, I walk into a bar. No, they're fighting over what goes best on white rice. Nothing, because white rice th- okay, is Satan's okay, tic-tacs. So turning into... <laughs> uh, well, they're talking about either curry or like uh, fried teriyaki chicken or pork Pineapple cutlet. goes well. <laughs> pineapple and pork goes really well. On Out of rice. curiosity, who was on what side in that argument? Uh, the samurai was all about the teriyaki chicken. The wizard was about pork cutlet. Uh, well, the wizard's right. The lizard and the lion man were helping the barbarian say curry. Wait, helping him? Well, like they all agreed that curry. Like they were all eating curry and they all just kept eating curry. And it was about to, uh, they got into a fight over this to the point where it almost excreted into a violent brawl, at which point the cook just came out and said, yeah, if you guys fight here, I'm never feeding you again. At which point they just like, we're going to eat. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't argue with the wizard. The wizard's always right. He's a wizard. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Continue, Bernie. <laughs> yeah, but like, there's there's so many like weird little details, like how um the demon dragon in question, uh. At, apparently, at some point before the series starts, made a deal with um, the cook that if she was going to come here, a she has to shrink to something a little bit more manageable because she can't come into a Japanese restaurant smog size. And two, <laughs> if she's going to appear like a human, she has to wear clothes while she does it. So whenever she gets ready for her her re up of beef stew, she has she summons her demon butler to get her a dress, like you do. I mean, you're in a fantasy world. You can't exactly like go to fucking like Jack Threads or something to get your fucking shit online. Yeah, I mean, the last time I called my demon butler in here, it was a pain in the ass. There were burns on the floorboards. Had to clean that up, but that trait is why you need to get that fucking like fire resistant foam that I told you about. Ah shit! Uh, You know, I went to Walmart and they didn't have it. It was out of stock. Yeah, Amazon motherfucker. Why are you going to fucking brick and mortar? Uh, yeah. it, oh, you're right. Well, because Amazon's Amazon got just shipping. bought Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Amazon's got that shipping stuff, and I don't want another. Uh, I don't want another like flying eye showing up on my doorstep. The last one really freaked out. You know, uh, my pet unicorn. Man, American Amazon anyway. gets all the cool shit. All I get is a fucking like person who never delivers the mail on time. 
<laughs> yeah. They just come by, so, like, like they just come by, drop half of it in the fucking mailbox, don't even raise the flag. They're half they just chuck it in my house. And then you come home and there's a there's a sticky note in the mailbox that says, I fucked your package. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Like there there have been times where I've gotten hardcover books that were like almost package. folded in half. <laughs> Thanks, Canadian Thanks, Canada Post. <laughs> Why is there a perfectly round hole in my book? <laughs> <laughs> Should I just leave? Well, at least this guy is going to stick to the last one. <laughs> Moving on. Birdie. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if there's anything else about this I need to say. Uh, this show actually sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's well animated. It's it's charming enough. Um, the the main cook is this, this, this likable combination of stern but fair because in addition to like that, like, okay, you you break anything in my restaurant, I'm never serving you again, but um, a half-demon accidentally is sleeping in the ruins of a house, which happens to have one of the doors to the restaurant just in the ruins, and she goes in, finds his his breakfast, and eats it, and then falls asleep in his, uh, his kitchen Goldilocks style, and she just wakes up. It's like, oh, oh, so I wasn't dreaming. Crap, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, see, this the reason I'm really into this is it sounds very much like the uh, kind of style, like one of the games I would be most interested in playing if they did something where it was like, you're a bartender in space. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Where it's, it's like, like just you random, no, random people stroll through and different weird things happen. It's fantasy you root know, beer tower. Like you interact with them, you have your little dialogue selection and that's it and it's like randomized and yeah it sounds like that situation i love it procedurally generated bartending exactly for aliens you don't know what's gonna come in there yeah well i mean for and it seems to be like they just most of the foods also um, because it's not like shokugeki no soma where the foods get ridiculous it's mostly pretty Tasty but mundane stuff, like I said, like uh, fried teriyaki chicken over rice, like or a fried jelly sandwich, like tempura shrimp, or a milk a milkshake. Because apparently, the next episode, an elf is going to have a milkshake. Is that the episode title? An elf has a milkshake? No, it's just called milkshake. Okay, I was about to say this is some freeze of defeated shit right here. I'm just imagining like a, I'm just imagining like a fucking like almost tsunami or like fucking. Really hardcore, like, if- next week on Restaurant to Another World, an elf has a milkshake? And then, it's, and then like, like the the little, like, teaser clip, the stinger clip at the end is, like, she goes to take a drink and it starts to slip out of her hands, and you see that screenshot on Top 10 Anime Betrayals. Yeah. Yeah. But, dun, no, dun, like... Dun, dun. My favorite <laughs> funny bit was the night, because the night, like, he showed up by accident... Um, is surprised that because because he, he lives in a medieval world, it's like, wait, you can serve fi- fried shrimp at a restaurant in the middle of nowhere? It's like, well, yeah, sure, I make it all the time. And then he orders four plates of fried shrimp, and he's like, crap, I have no money. Here, take my sword. I'll be back with the money in a sec, I swear. But he misses the part where the knight doesn't hear the part where the door only opens every seven days. So he comes back ten days later, and there's no door. So he's just at a random log cabin offering this giant pile of money, and he's like, who are you? <laughs> I mean, we'll take your money, but like, why? Oh wait, and the guy that and the guy that lives there doesn't know the door appears there. No, 
<laughs> well, that's kind of fucked. What if the guy that lives there, like, leaves and comes back a few days later and he tries to get into his own house? That hasn't come up yet, but that would be funny. <laughs> well, he's like, he wakes up in the middle of the night to, like, go to the like, bathroom. That, like, to, like, as far as I can tell, that's the only time a, a door has appeared in a place that's not either occupied by some monster or not abandoned. Like, the, there's a treasure hunter who finds it. In an aban- uh, finds a door in an abandoned mine. She's well, cause she, like she goes to a abandoned mining town because she's confused why her grandfather spent his last ten years of life in this abandoned, rundown mining town. She goes through his journal and just says, "Went to this day of Saturn, door was open. Went to this day of Saturn, door was open." And and then like one of his wasted a trip. Apparently, this is not the day of Saturn. Uh, I think. Okay, I think the perfect situation for this would be the guy is like tired in the middle of the night and he goes to get it and he like goes outside to get like a drink of water or something and he starts walking back inside. Uh because like this is medieval times. You have to go up to the well to yeah, get well, water it's, 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 it's a fantasy medieval world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he he like turns around to walk back in and doesn't even notice that he strolls into the restaurant. And yeah. he like goes into the room that would be his bedroom. Yeah. Well, but there's always there's all sorts of little funny reaction stuff like that. Like the knight is amazed at the idea of a warm, moist towel to wipe yourself off before dinner. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, this is he, yeah." He would be. He would be. <laughs> like warm and moist are not two things that I would use. Are not two words that I would use to describe anything. No, but imagine this your first time experiencing a hot shower. Yeah, which happens to the half-demon, because when, in order to pay off her debts, and because he kind of likes the half-demon, he hires her to work as a, make, make, as, a, as a waitress on the day that he's connected to the other world. But it's like, yeah, you gotta use the shower, because right now you look like shit. <laughs> and it's her what first is time a, having shower? a shower? Yeah, well, she actually says that. Shower room? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, she speaks English? No, no. And uh, apparently, uh, as far as I can tell, they do explain that um, the door allows everyone to speak the same language. It just doesn't allow reading. So that's why whenever anyone comes in from the other world, he has to specify, okay, which continent are you from? So I can put out the correct menu. Okay. But what about like, okay, so she reads a sign that says shower room or something? Or they just or he, that? he says that. And she, because it's a sort of like, Ask what is a microwave? Yeah. Okay, but like shower does not have a translation in Japanese. No, it doesn't because like that's one of those. That's one of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, there's a whole bunch of. Have you never looked at a Japanese dictionary? There's a whole bunch of words that are just basically either European or no, American English I words. I, I've never looked at the extent of them because, no. like, I always assume, like, I never assume, like. What is a Western invention, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. the shower. Oh, yeah, just that fucking innocuous thing everybody has. Yeah, yeah, you know? It's well, a, but I mean... It, it's, they have baths. Why don't they have a word for shower? Because in Japan, baths are a lot more common and more exactly, popular Exactly, but than it's disgusting because you're stewing in your own filth. Yeah, like over here in America, we don't... Like the idea of a bathhouse... Yeah, okay, a public bathhouse. Exactly. Yeah. You say that... Like you and, go to the mall and, I, and, and there's a bath. There's, like you would like it, it would be inconceivable to anyone in the U.S. or Canada to go to the mall and then go downstairs to a public bathhouse. You say that, and I want that. Okay. Why? 
You already said you don't no, like, like baths. I, no, here, yeah, you already I said you don't like, like baths. Hot... So why would you want a bath with other people in the bath? No, but no, but like a hot beneath a mall. Bath. I, I would okay. I would prefer like a hot springs bath. You know what I mean? Well, if you want, you can get the ramen so, bath in Japan, ugh. where the they make uh, a hot they make a they make a basically a hot tub out of the ingredients you use to stew ramen. Ah. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna smell like fucking beef. Yep, beef, onions, boiled eggs. You fucking get out and you get some weird, like one of those weird, like meat cutlet things stuck at your ass. They do have bathhouses here in Georgia, like that one ones that like are specifically like Asian run. Where exactly like, are you in Georgia? The Asian run. I'm in Athens. Oh okay. Oh, so you're near my sister. She goes to UGA. Nice, but um, yeah, I don't know how we got on this t- tangent. But um, <laughs> talking about showers, Japanese culture. Yeah, yeah. No, she took a shower. Uh, she w- put on. A, she well, her her backstory is kind of funny because she's kind of upset. It's like, yeah, I'm a half demon, but I apparently am so unlucky that I just. I, I get all of the uh, social outcast of being a half demon, but none of the supernatural abilities. I'm just a basically a human girl with horns. <laughs> oh, that's got to suck. <laughs> yeah. So at at the end of the first episode, um, she's get she now works a fourteen hour day at um. Okay. Yeah, she has to work a fourteen-hour day at the restaurant, and then she has to do other stuff in the regular in her world the other six days of the week. But apparently, the dragon's like, "Okay, I got your back now because you work there." Because she's apparently decided, "I love this restaurant so much. If anything about it is messed with, I will destroy the world." <laughs> so she puts this spell over the half demon, saying, "If it basically says, okay, if anything fucks with you, that's fucking with my restaurant." And if you fuck with my restaurant, I will destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> that must suck for anybody who, like, that must suck if the person that who fucks them isn't from her world, because then everybody's getting destroyed. It's like, why is this happening? Yeah. I'm sure that's probably happened at some point. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's charming. It's fun. It's likable enough. Um, in terms of other fantasy stuff, I read um, uh, Wedding Rings Fantasy. Which is just kind of bizarre. I feel a pattern in the things that you read. Uh, just things that have fantasy. It's not a regularly occurring pattern. Are, <laughs> and, and things that are bizarre. That's a well, regularly I mean, occurring it, pattern. <laughs> oh, come on, Dead Man. My anime choices are not as weird as my comics choices. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I don't yeah, get anything um, like whom gods destroy or the nail. <laughs> Dead man's all about gore. You're all about yeah. the fucking weird shit. Well, if you want close to that, I can talk about Mad Bull 34, but I'm going to have to talk about it fast. Cause, uh, so Wedding Rings Fantasy, it's just um, a, a guy in, in Japan grows up next to this girl. They're childhood friends. They kind of like each other, but she knows she can't end up with him because she's betrothed to be a, a bride to a prince back in her own world. Uh, he follows her back 
to her, to her world when here and her uh, ancient wizard of a grandfather go back. He accidentally marries her because of some kind of magic ceremony, and he ends up with these rings that give him magic powers. And now he has to save the world by marrying these five women of the different distinct clans and use their powers to prevent the rise of the demon lord. So is it a harem? Yeah, it is a harem. Uh, it addresses the issues of a harem a lot more than most harem okay, stuff. Okay, I'm not judging you that it's a harem. No, I'm not. It's, 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 I, I don't care. Like I've read yeah. good and bad harem stuff. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, okay. <laughs> like, lo, like love, like is a piece we, of shit. We're gonna talk about it, girls, Bravo. Oh. <laughs> uh, wasn't the whole premise of that one that he's the main allergic character to is women. allergic to women except he's alien a- women? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? He's allergic oh. to women, and he can't. And he, uh, he he uses a bathtub to go to a different world, and, he and, the, and the women of that alien world are not. He's not yeah, affected. By yeah, their... and there's no men in that world, so they keep wanting to fuck him. Yeah, but like, I would that's... say coming soon. But even jokingly, I don't want to watch that. No, uh, I, no. I, apparently it's Jeff's favorite anime. <laughs> It's 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 Who sorry not Jeff. It, Jeff through mother's basement. It it is it's not. Oh favorite. yeah, it's, I, his, it's his guilty pleasure. Th- that's I, I like him, but I hate him sometimes. His tastes I, are so weird. I, I I love him. He's a cool dude. I know. I like listening to his stuff, and like his hatred for Sao knows no boundaries. But uh, yeah, some of his tastes are a little strange from my perspective but then yeah, again that I, I like stuff that dead man doesn't like and dead I, man I, stuff that i don't like so i've talked i talked to him extensively about his tastes we get into long conversations playing overwatch and he's just like fucking i don't know man i like different shit okay he likes uh that fucking arrow manga sensei uh <laughs> I once, yeah. had, I once had a guy in here whose favorite anime was School Days. Oh, I think his favorite anime is actually... Yeah, was that the guy who quit because he thought we were picking on him? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah he was like... Uh, yeah, he, he said, was like, yeah, so I fucking... I got my fucking... Pot, like, um, or, like, a con- composing career. Which he does. Uh, that is the thing he's... I've yeah, listened, no, listened I, 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 I had no... I had no ill will towards him. Oh, no, it's just... I, it's just the things that he said that he really liked. We hated... Yeah, yeah, Is but it, and I understand. Like, you have to have a healthy attitude about what you like. If some people other, don't, you have to kind of have a healthy attitude about that. Like, I mean, yeah. I like the Power Rangers movie, but I know a lot of people don't. Yeah, I've got I, I've got pretty unhealthy habits about what I like, but I yeah. tend to keep them in check and make it all joking because it's fine. I I know other people aren't gonna like things, and I know other people will make fun of me for some of the things I like. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, totally. Um, I have, I've come on the show regularly and given off the idea that I am a horrible, disgusting sex pervert who likes blood and violence. Yeah, yeah very yeah. much so. But it, uh, which is to, funny to, since you don't like Gantz. Gantz is horseshit. To redeem Jeff for his thing, I will Fucking say his vampires. actual favorite anime is his actual favorite <laughs> anime is Kentucky Slope. Uh, yeah. Well. That's good soundtrack, at least. But anyway, um, I, that was, yeah. So uh, 
I'll just quickly say, Mad Ball 34 is closer to the kind of bad, crazy shit you associate with me on the comics podcast, Dead Man, because it's a grit, it's a grim, dark, ultra violent cop show with the sensibilities of a Looney Tunes cartoon. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Wait. So it's okay. How Inferno Cop does it go? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I I'm only kind of vaguely familiar with Inferno Cop, so I can only kind of guess what you mean. I mean, how how vaguely familiar can you be with a show that's like an entire runtime of 15 minutes? Well, because I've never watched it, I'm just familiar ah, with the concept. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. In the first 10 minutes, um. The cop, the the cop who's named Mad Bull, um, chases down two uh, bank robbers wearing uh, hot pants and roller skates and Jason-style hockey masks, and literally explodes their heads with shotgun bullets. Does the shotgun say Acme on the side? No, but Damn and also, <laughs> but also. Uh, when the woman in question, because uh, the woman is being held hostage by the criminals when they're cornered by the police, when the woman in question is free from this situation, the, she's in shock and just like frozen. Uh, the cop's answer to how to get out of that is, "Oh, she'll she'll unthaw if you stick your finger up her ass." That's a little further than Looney Tunes. <laughs> I don't remember Wiley Coyote putting his finger. That, well, that was that's my ass. point. The content <laughs> is super racy and adult, but it sounds like a put, Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's a sausage Rogen, party. It's, yeah, it's sausage party of anime confirmed. Yeah, I guess, but like sausage party didn't have like a cop's answer to fighting a tank be pick up the tank and throw it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it would have. <laughs> I'm sure it would have, but could have. It, it, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's it's the Kung Fury of anime. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I can't. I'm not, there's nothing really like Mad Bull. Because, like, in the last episode, after, after the episodes with, like, racist uh, Chinese assassins attacking cops with chainsaws on motorcycles uh the last episode features gangsters giving an olympic gymnast a suit of green goblin predator armor to hunt down cops and then she turns on the mafia who killed her brother which they apparently did not know until it was too late so it, is, <laughs> is mad bull 34 like the return of four loco <laughs> yes is that what this is? Is it for? Is it for Loco? It's for Loco the, the anime. anime. I guess because you feel so, you feel you feel like you've had you've had uh, heart palpitations and sweats trying to follow <laughs> what's going on. Does that does that mean we can bring back the For Loco podcast, Dead? <laughs> Episode two hundred four, right here. <laughs> Episode two hundred four of our For Loco podcast, the one that everyone said should go away. We're it's back. back with a vengeance, motherfucker. It's back with a vengeance and heart problems. Yeah, but it. I enjoy it. It's not very good, <laughs> and that's it for me. Alrighty then. Like I mean, I'd have to show you to get, for you to understand what I mean when I say I enjoy it, but it's not very good. Uh, uh, Resident Evil movies. It's, it's not like Resident Evil. No, the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. 
No, it's a very different kind of what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> uh, food Fight, the movie. Uh, different, different from that, too. <laughs> No, we knew what they were thinking there. We were thinking, hey, we have to write all these fucking labels. Might as well use them. Yeah, like like Food Fight, I I don't think ever had a scene where a female cop is being raped by three men. And her partner's answer to this is to spray the men with a fire extinguisher and pull his pants down and moon them to distract them. I'm immediately not a fan of this anymore. (laughs) So anyway... Don't have much to talk about this week. Um, I picked up a, well, picked up a new series uh, called I Was a Sword When I Reincarnated. The sequel to Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, It's not. (laughs) Fuck Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, (laughs) I know, it's so stupid. But it is one of those Isekai series where somebody dies in the real world that gets reincarnated in a fantasy game world. But instead of being uh, they, reincarnated they, 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 a person, he's reincarnated as a sword. He is reincarnated as uh, as Cronus' sword in Soul Eater. And sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, so it's some fucking jackass. He gets killed in the real world. He gets killed in the fucking regular world. Ends up in the fucking fantasy world and becomes the most fucking powerful sword to ever exist. I guess. And nobody picks him, touches him ever. Yeah, because he can because he can use telekinesis and move himself around. Oh man, it would be hilarious if the whole plot of this anime was he becomes Excalibur, but he has to sit in the stone for two hundred years. That is kind of what happens actually, because there's a certain point where he oh. is like there's a certain point where he's like flying around, he embeds himself in the ground trying to kill something, and then when he tries to leave, he can't because the ground is sucking away his magic. Oh, okay, see, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Like something like that, and someone has to actually go and pull him out, and he's no longer powerful or something. Yeah, and so he stay, and so he's stuck in the ground for a while um, until he ends up, until his fucking telepathic cries or whatever end up catching the ear of a slave fo- of a slave cat girl. Uh, uh, she frees the sword. He kills her. Sla- he kills her. Uh, fucking slavers frees her from slavery, and then the two of them. Be partners fall in love and have little sword fall in love and have little sword person babies. Not that level yet. Okay, I was because I was thinking of the scene from Berserk with Farnese and guts his sword. You know, not that. No, <laughs> not that grim dark. No, this is a very <laughs> this is a this is a this is a comedy series. Brought to you by A One Pictures, but it's a manga, <laughs> not an anime. <laughs> Anime is soon to be brought to you by A1 Pictures. Yeah, I read a couple chapters of it, and like, yeah, the art's good, but going into this, I thought I was going to be getting something like that fucking Spider series. Can I? I... Go ahead. Oh, you continue. Okay, well, I thought like I thought going into this, I would get something like that Spider series, where it is, yeah, it's that Isekai shit, but it is. A different take on it, at least. Can you tell me if this started as a light novel? Uh, I am not sure. Okay, I can look it up. I didn't know if you already knew. Uh, it's called. Uh, I was just. I was a sword, sword when I reincarnated. reincarnated. Started out as a web novel. Okay, that's yeah. There we go. Then got adapted what... into a light novel. Uh... 
God damn it. That's how all this isekai shit starts. Yeah. Yeah, and like outside of like one or two things that do do something actually real different to change the fucking mold, all of them end up feeling the exact same. This one is kind of no different. Like like when it starts out, um, the sword is actually like having to struggle. He's actually having to like fucking use shit in order to gain experience and stuff. But we never see any of that except in flashbacks where everything is cut in such a way that it looks like he has had no problems doing anything he's ever tried to do ever. Like Kirito. Yeah, and then when the fucking cat lady picks up the sword, she is apparently a fucking natural who is able, like, uh, like uh, the, when when the when the girl gets the sword and like actually like pair up and form like an actual fucking contract or whatever, uh, they get this thing called skill share, where he's able to transfer some of his abilities over to her. And because of that, even from the fucking jump, she is like, "Oh, hey, I'm the fucking best at everything. Hey, these three fucking nine foot tall." Dog people, fucking mercs, are getting all up in my shit. I'll just cut all their legs off without even fucking drawing my sword. So it's like bullshit, and there's no stakes. Yeah. Like every fucking isekai where the character is powerful in some way. Yeah. Again, at I, least I'm, at least in something like that fucking spider one. There is actual growth. There is actually like she is having to fucking like do real shit and like actually think and form strategies. And it's not just I'm the best from the jump. Yeah. And it's like it's I hate that kind of that's one of the things that made Konosuba great is that not only is the main character terrible. Everyone he teams up with is the fucking worst. Yeah. Konosuba is Konosuba is one of those things I was talking about where it is. It is, it is essentially like a takedown of the Isekai story. It's like fucking that, ReZero, shit in that kind of vein where it is... Yeah, ReZero is so good because his power is because he's bad. Yeah, his, yeah, his, power his, is, pa- yeah, his power is, oh, I fucking died. Well, let's take this shit again. Yeah, it's I died so I can just cheese it, right? He's yeah. using saves. He's using like quick save states in, a fucking, in fucking Skyrim without having a weapon. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, I can sneak past this and just, I'll quick save. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and even when that starts getting too powerful, they then fuck him again by making all that shit political and like super fucking, like real and fucking cerebral it's shit. It's real. It's real. Oh, I can't wait for the moment where it's just like, oh yeah, you can't resurrect this time. Or like, you can't rewind. Like, for like he dies and then he finds out his quick save is five seconds before he dies. Yeah, and like while it isn't totally immune to the he's the greatest ever kind of thing, Shield Hero does at least show a journey. Shield Hero is getting an anime, right? Yes, it is. Okay, when do we know when that's supposed to air? I don't think so. I think it like just got announced by like a bookstore. Okay. Be like Shield Hero. It at least has a journey, and it at least has like and at least gives the hero. For a while, at least, an actual real, like, negative. He cannot attack. He is purely support and aggro pull. Yeah, like a tank. Yeah, which... This, this series is apparently about fucking three people who spend a lot of time playing games, and none of them understand the benefit of having a tank. Yeah, well... Well, I mean, you can make those. That's how most MMOs are. Yeah, it's fucking. You could make the same. You can make the same argument about Sword Art Online that 
for for being a, so about games, the writers and creators apparently have never actually played one of these games before. Yeah. Hey, are you hating on Sword Art? Yes. Are you hating on Sword Art? <laughs> I'm hating I, on Kirito. Fuck you, Sword Art's amazing. Fuck you. All right, well, you yeah, go. I, actually, you sword, art's, sword Art's so good. Yeah. I, I don't want to be part of this conversation anymore. Fuck you. Wait, guys. wait until you get you deep into Shield Hero and one of the characters just becomes Kirito. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you guys. This is this is this is this isn't my podcast anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Kaiba sucks. All right. See you next. See you next episode. Anyway, yeah. The only reason I really read I was reincarnated, I was a sword when I reincarnated, was because of the title. I assumed that there would be something different. I assumed that there would be something interesting. Yeah, something. About this, that set it apart from the other isekai shit. But no, it is, it is isekai shit fucking through and through. So yeah, fuck that book. Another thing was, uh, I got back into Baby Steps. Okay, that's perfectly good. Yeah, yeah, you be, yeah, Baby Steps is fucking great. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to talk about the stuff we've just consistently said. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I. I do have some problems with it, though, like uh, just tournament fatigue, really. Yeah, all that. It's hard to talk. Stuff like that, it's hard to talk about because it's not specific to the anime itself. It's just the genre. And that stuff, you kind of, you kind of sort of, with certain series, you kind of go past the tropes if you like. Cause, but I feel like a series like Baby Steps, they're not designed well for tournaments. No, because no, they you're really not aren't. really all that. They're not. We're not really all that physically invested in the contest. It's more just about the characters. So yeah, which well, is I unfortunate because which that, that's a bit unfortunate because because uh, because they play uh, because they play only singles in this tennis thing. There isn't a whole lot of room for like real character stuff because these fucking matches last for like tens and twenties of chapters. And it's twenty, and it's like twenty chapters with these two people. So anything, so any kind of like character stuff is dealt dealing with these two people, usually involving Achon, and we can only get so much from Achon at any time before we just fucking get, get burnt out on him. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because like there is a there is a route for them to go. Like they have done something that very few other series have done, in that they actually have like set up the basis for and then actually began a relationship between our main characters. And that has only re- that so far has only felt like the cliff notes of a relationship. Which is they see each other in a couple weeks and then we get the big moments. Yeah, well I get th- what's what's weird is that as much as pe- as I kind of like those moments in the anime and in the manga I feel like it's not what the writer cares about. Yeah. And that can sometimes be a problem where like we were talking, we were talking about with um, that guy. I hate Seo Koji where he has good ideas, but the reason he sucks is because he has absolutely no desire to focus on any of those ideas. He focuses on the generic bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of really unfortunate because there are, other series that I'm reading right now that are doing this kind of similar like tournament fatigue style like run through, but are able to have like interesting things come up in those tournaments. 
like as yeah. like, as it is right now for like sports stuff, I'm reading Haikyuu and Welcome to the Ballroom. Yeah, well, Welcome to the Ballroom is in a similar uh, is any more is like more similar to uh, Baby Steps than Haikyuu because Haikyuu is a weekly shonen series while uh, Ballroom and Baby Steps are both monthly. Yeah, monthly more drama series like they're, they're sports dramas instead of sports shows. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in fu- yeah. Meanwhile, like while Baby Steps has fucking yeah, you know, we got one character, we got two characters, and they have all the fucking development in Ballroom. We not only have like the characters in the match, but their relationship with each other in the match, their relationship with the other players, the other relationship with the other fucking characters in the match, as well as their relationship with the much more experienced people who are watching them at all times. Yeah, like I, I think that's another problem. I think that's a problem Baby Steps has more of than uh, Ballroom. It hasn't developed its supporting cast as well. Yeah, all of them have like a character trait. If yeah, that. like there are like outside of um, the two leads. They serve roles and they just types. So or it's like if you if you look at the first issue of um, Welcome to the Ballroom and the girl he's dancing with in that, you would be utterly shocked where it's ended up by this point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they have done such a great job of like actually changing the dynamics in that fucking series and bringing in all these new goddamn characters. Yeah, and remembering a lot of these goddamn characters. Yeah, to the point where you where when um, the little girl, not well, not little girl, the the, sh- the smaller girl, uh, is seeing um, the main character dance with this new girl, and she's like, "Wow, that's that's scary. That's totally not the same guy I danced with a few months ago." Yeah, and you kind of and you they kind of you get it, which is why I think actually. Uh, <laughs> It, although it's not because it, the tractors are longer, it doesn't feel as bad. Uh, ball, ballroom, I think, might actually suffer worse from tournament fatigue than baby steps. Yeah, a little bit. Like, how, like how fucking long have it? Also, it also doesn't hurt. It also doesn't help. Like sometimes they will release a chapter and then release the next half of that chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they've been in, they've been in this one fucking heat for like how many chapters now? Six. I think, and they're like monthly chapters that are like 40, 50 pages. Yeah. So, it, well, I I like all the stuff that's going on. It needs to move the shit along. <laughs> yeah, this feels like a series that is definitely like better suited to trade reading. Yeah. But I ain't Which fucking waiting that long, so fuck you. I'm reading, so fuck me, I guess. Yeah, I'll read. I'll watch the anime. I'll read the manga trades. I'll, I mean, I'll still keep up with it because I still enjoy this one. Yeah. But like this and Baby Steps, it annoys me how much the, Baby Steps is trying to be a drama, but it ends up falling into shonen traps a lot. Yeah. Meanwhile, Haikyuu, they have fucking so many. They have so many fucking players on those teams that all have their own fucking elements that constantly evolve throughout the series. That it always supposed to get something yeah. new, even in the middle of a tournament. Well, that's kind of like a. If Baby Steps is like Ballroom, then Haikyuu is like uh, Yoamushi Pedal. Okay, how so? Where um, they're both like tournament-centric um, sports shows, but all of the all of the focus is on the characters, not really on how the how the sport is won. So. It, it follows all the trappings, but it has it puts so much personality into all of its characters that I'm not sure which has more characters that I could recognize: Yoamushi Pedal or Haikyuu. They're both like 
okay, there's this guy, and then there's that team with this guy, and I know their dynamic, and you see what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's just I enjoy watching Haikyuu a little bit more than Yoabushi Pedal, other than he may, he may, he may. <laughs> yeah, yeah, watching watching Haikyuu, it feels like the same show from scene to scene. Yeah. Whereas Yomushi Pedal, it occasionally turns into a psychological horror. Yep. Tone shifts. Learn them. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I really like Haikyuu. Me too. Anyway, uh, then last kind of thing I just wanted to give a mention to. Um, My Hero Academia. Still good. Yeah, they sent the last few chapters uh, giving us a backstory on Karishima. Yeah. Which I've and really enjoyed. I've really liked seeing him grow as a character. Yeah. No, I. he's one of the few characters that I feel like they probably will develop and just hadn't gotten to yet. Well, I mean, also they've used it as an excuse to develop Acid Girl. Yeah. So And he was also fucking another- really integral to fucking Bakugo's development. Yep. It's like, oh, hey, uh, I, oh, hey, Bakugo has a friend now. Yeah. Like a for realsies friend and not one of those hangers on or Deku. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, it, but it, it does reinforce to me, like I was so invested in the, the backstory and the development of Kirishima's character that I had the same problem I've had with you and I've had with my hero academia for a while where I was like, Oh, there are villains here. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot there were villains here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're dealing with lackeys, but like I, I have hope. I have a hope that something interesting will happen with the leader. I hope when they get to crow mask and his daughter, something interesting will happen. (laughs) Please. I need, we need more villains. Yeah, because like, say what you will about the X Men, but they at least have a couple of decent villains to balance out their giant group of the main protagonist characters. Yeah, My Hero Academia keeps trying, but they never stick. Yeah, it all just ends up coming back to fucking Shigaraki, who has been sitting in a dark room for like a hundred chapters now, or something. Yep. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, like, I mean, all for, all for one is maybe manipulating stuff, but we haven't even seen him in 20 chapters. Yeah. Uh, uh, his, his evil son, his evil surrogate son. We haven't seen anything from him in 20, in 10 or 15 chapters, really. Yeah. So it's... Anyway. Those are what we've been reading and watching then. News, uh, we only got one piece of news this week, uh, and that is that the anime adaptation of Black Clover will be premiering later this year. Okay. Which I'm down for. Black Clover's been interesting. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know of the uh, big card uh, shonen titles that have not been adapted yet, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, like... For anybody out there who hasn't read it, uh, Black Clover is like kind of shonen stock, but it is good stock. Uh, 
That that only interests you, then I don't know what the fuck to else say about that fucking series. Like art's good, writing's alright, characters are okay, but it's all stuff you've seen before. Extra Service is kind of interesting counterpoint to my Hero Aka. Like, like Hero Aka is kind of one of the reasons that it fucking blew up the way it did was because there's kind of nothing else like it in like the shonen space. No. Well, like, like in terms of the messages it gives, in terms of the way the society's built, in terms of the art style, in terms of like the fucking writing and stuff, there's nothing really else like that. Meanwhile, look at fucking Black Clover. That's also having like fucking ridiculous success. And it is some fucking stock shit. Yeah, so it's kind of the... They're both well done, because you like Black Clover, right? Oh, yeah, I'm still reading it. Yeah, so you like Black Clover, but from what you've told me, Black Clover seems to succeed by sticking to the trends, whereas My Hero Academia has bucked a lot of the trends of current shonen anime. <laughs> yeah, and like current fucking Japanese culture kind of too. Like th- This is one of the few series that is like about teenagers and high school that celebrates the fact that people are unique and individual. Yeah, that's not a very Japanese concept, so that that is unique. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks' time with Train, maybe. For another episode of the DestoProds.com yeah, yeah. anime manga we podcast. Can't. We can't say SAO sucks anymore. It makes him <laughs> upset. Okay, I'll say it blows. <laughs> Fair enough. That that does that doesn't also mean it's bad, does it? No, it like fucking it's like blow the birthday candles or something. Like, hey, another year fucking SAO. Right. Yeah. No, Kirito being invincible is totally a good thing. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Stew is the next big archetype hit. Yeah. It'll be fucking Naruto. It'll be like fucking Naruto, Luffy, Kirito. Anyway, we'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode of the com anime manga podcast. In between now and then, we got shit coming out. I don't know. Something will happen. Probably. But until then, I'm dead. I'm Trey. And I'm Birdie. Impeccable. We'll see you guys next time. I can't do a Georgia accent. <laughs>